Welcome to Between Two Blue Devils, a podcast that profiles the incredible teachers, students, alumni, staff, and community members of Talmadge City Schools and Talmadge, Ohio. Hey, thanks for joining me. I'm Mark Warner, your host and a proud teacher at Talmadge High School. Now, get ready to meet some amazing people who are changing lives on a daily basis. Welcome to a very special edition of Between Two Blue Devils, and uh, this is actually the first interview that I've been able to do since this quarantine time has begun. All the other episodes have been previously recorded, but today we have a very special privilege, and I, I, I got to tell you, I really do wish this classroom was full of students. Uh, it's not quite the same without our audience, but I know you're listening, and I know you're going to be excited to hear from none other than Mr. Ganaba and Mr. Swindell. So at home, give it up for those two. Guys, welcome to the podcast. Woohoo! Thank you very much for having us. <laughs> so uh, this has been long overdue. I remember a few months ago, we actually stood right outside here in the hallway and started talking about interviewing you, and you guys started just overflowing with stories galore and i'm like i can't interview you guys separately i've got to have the two of you in together uh to share those with our audience so first let's just begin with you telling us who you are uh tell us a little bit about your family and and let's you know tell us how long you've been teaching here at tommy high school or teaching in general mr ganaba you uh, want to start i'm we i'm dan ganaba um been here for 24 years started uh out uh, doing a, a full-time tutor gig at uh, Canal Fulton uh, before I landed here. Um, I have two kids, both are uh, graduates of uh, Akron University, live in Canton. Um, Scoutmaster of our local scout troop. Nice. Um, and I'm an adrenaline junkie. Um, <laughs> that you I, are. I, yes, I, you are. I, I, and I will do everything at least once. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's me. Well, this is probably the part where we tell the audience then to hold you to your word. Maybe they should uh, send us some suggestions on things you should try at least oh. once. <laughs> and things that I will watch him try. Yeah, and, that, that's, that, and, that, and that's been a little motivation to try new things is to get Mr. Swindell to try them as well. Because yeah. he's, he's one to say, I will never. <laughs> and that's just motivation for me to do a little bit more. <laughs> I like it. I like it. And who are you, young I, man? I am Mark Swindell. Uh, this is also my 24th year You started here. at the same time? We started the exact same time. Imagine wow. that. We were hired at the same board meetings. Were, First we, were you like a combo meet? Uh, like a Apparently, yeah. We, we didn't know it at the time, but uh, yeah, we were hired together, so I, that means we have to go out together one of these years. A absolutely. But, uh, but uh, yeah, 24th year here at Talmadge. Uh, the only district I've ever taught in. Um, been married uh, for a while now. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh boy. 20, 26 years, almost 27. Stacy uh, just rolls her eyes when I ask her that. She does. That's true. <laughs> uh, we have two kids. My daughter, Meredith, uh, will be graduating from Akron U in um, December of this year, hopefully. And my son is a senior at Lake and will be graduating here in a couple of weeks. Wow. So, yeah. So every guest that we've had, not every guest, but almost every guest has on average been teaching here at Talmadge High School 20 plus years, which I think speaks volumes about 
this district and all that it has to offer and the quality of our teachers. So oh, yeah. you guys, um, the math department is really kind of an interesting department. That's a good way. We, we think so. <laughs> and of course, you guys are the, the, the ones who kind of pave the way, you lead the way in this camaraderie and uniqueness <laughs> that's up there. Uh, what's it been like teaching with each other? Uh, <clears throat> fun. A lot it, of fun. It has been. Absolutely a lot of fun. Yeah. So, yeah, do you know, it's, it's interesting. We both come from kind of the same background professionally in that teaching was not our first career. Hmm. Um, I, I was in accounting beforehand. I was in engineering. And, and, and both, both of us, I, I think, would agree that, that the jobs that we had before, there was just something missing. It, it just wasn't what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. I, I felt I was making money for the man in the big office and wasn't doing anything to help anybody succeed. And uh, I, I needed to help. Right. I needed something a little bit more. I needed to give back. So when you look back, and, and obviously there were reasons why you chose accounting and you showed, chose engineering, but when you go back to where when you were in high school, uh, was there a teacher that influenced you that maybe after a few years in engineering, you thought, you know what, I really liked what that teacher did and how they poured into me. Was that kind of a catalyst to get into teaching or was there something more? Or, well, tell me about teachers who had an impact on you. Wow, bunches. Uh, um, my, my wrestling coach, uh, um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Brodsky, uh, our, uh, our principal, um, <clears throat> my, uh, my math teacher, uh, his name escapes me right now. Um, uh, there are bunches of them who suggested that I really should go into teaching when I was in high school. Hmm. But, I, but I watch what teachers do. I watch my fellow classmates make teachers' lives miserable. <laughs> <clears throat> I watch teachers take homework home, and I hated homework, didn't want to do any, and said, nope, don't want any part of that. Yeah, you were um, probably like... I see what you deal, deal with. I don't know how you deal with teenagers. I mean, how many times do we hear that when oh, we yeah. say that we're teachers? Absolutely. How do you put up with those kids? Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but they all seem to think that I had some gift to be able to communicate with people. I worked with the, uh, the youth athletic programs, uh, coaching baseball and, and wrestling, and they, they all seem to think I did a good job. And, of course, you know, as teachers, we never think we do as good as as we think we're doing yeah we're always our harshest critic aren't absolutely we? Yeah. Uh, but uh, when it came time to go back I, I actually went back to to my high school and, and talked to those teachers and hmm. said hey listen help me do this so they kind of mentored you uh, along the road there pointed me in the right direction how to how to make this a nice easy transition because when I when I decided to make that switch I was married, had had a had a baby already. Wow! Um, and uh, quit the full time job, went went back to school, and got it all done in a hurry. So that was kind of scary, leaving the income. Well, I mean, you talk about a drastic change, you know. And I think when we look at our kids today, and even us, us as adults, when it comes to change, it's scary, and you don't want to do it, but. <laughs> that's where you get stretched and you become more of a person of influence when you're saying, all right, you know what, I'm gonna take this gamble, I'm gonna take this risk, and now look, as a result, you've impacted literally thousands of lives. Uh, I love how you mentioned at the very beginning, you know, when I asked you who, had, who poured into you, the first, first person you highlighted was your wrestling coach. And I know you 
are a coach yourself and you love the sport of wrestling, but what about that coach or what about coaching do you find to be uh, the most beneficial? You know, does well, that make sense? It to totally makes sense. I know exactly where you're coming from. Um, and and the, trying to decide which way to answer this question. Um, and that is, uh, my, my, my coaches used to tell me this, that everything you learn in, in this realm of whatever sport you're doing, you will use the rest of your life. And the first time that I heard that, I said, I'm not going to be doing double leg takedowns on people. And that wasn't what they were talking about at all. It was, it was how you set goals, work towards them, how you handle adversity, how you reevaluate and set new goals when you don't meet the ones that, that you had set forth. Those qualities mm -hmm. you use in every sport, you use in every part of your life, and you will use the rest of your life. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, this past, these past eight weeks, I've really reflected on the people who have poured into me and have inspired me. And at the top of my list are coaches, you know, coaches that took me and, and kind of molded me and stretched me and told me that I could get that extra line drill in and I could get that extra rebound. I could push myself. And you're right. I look back now and those are the things, those lessons I learned from those coaches are part of the reason I've been able to survive this whole quarantine period. Mm -hmm. You know, the lessons that you learned being stretched uh, and, and push. Now, Mr. Swindell, how about you? Can you think back to any teachers that were... Uh... Yeah, again, there, there were a lot of teachers that, that were influential, but, but in terms of wanting to become a math teacher, there, were, there was one high school math teacher I had. His, his name was Mr. Bolas. I graduated from Field High School. And he was the one that I had him for numerous math classes. Just a fantastic guy. And he had mentioned to me a few times that, that you know, you, you should really go into... Have you ever thought about doing math teaching? I'm like, no. I like numbers. I think I'm going to try this accounting thing, but uh, that was always the thing that was kind of in the back of my mind as I'm sitting during tax season, you know, working 80 hours a week, thinking, man, eh, maybe I should have listened to him. <laughs> um, so he would definitely be the one person in particular, and, and very similar to Mr. Ganaba when I decided to do this. You know, I went back to my high school and I, and I talked to him about it. Wow. So, um, so yeah, there's, there's a lot of similarities in terms of, of how we both wound up being here at, at the same time. So I think it's uh, pretty awesome. You mentioned that you both went back to your old high schools to talk to your teachers, to seek guidance, and there's wisdom there. Absolutely. I mean, you have to seek insight from those who are where you want to get. Um, but I also think what's amazing about that is that's how you guys are. The number of times kids walk into this building and come back to seek your advice, whether it's help with math or whether it's just to shoot yeah. the breeze and talk about concerts, but yeah, you know, true. the true. relationship, what was that gentleman's name? Your previous teacher? Mr. Bolas. Mr. The, the relationship that Mr. Bolas had yes. with you, yes. that's the kind of relationship right. that you seek to have with, right. with your students and, right. and right. same with you, Mr. Ganaba. So, yeah. uh, there have been a lot of crazy things that have happened. I mean, even most recently, um, seeing you guys on video together, I won't give that away because that's coming out here soon. But I'm like, we got a few special surprises for the seniors coming up. 
Well, we're going to leave the, I don't know when this is going to drop, but I don't want to ruin anything. But tell us a little bit about what it's been like with the Ganaba Swindell team. Uh, give us well, some stories. You know, it all started, when, when our first year teaching, we were in the old, what's the middle school, which was just torn down. So we, we didn't have rooms. We, we were cart teachers. And we, we needed a space to put all of our stuff. So they literally put us together in this little tiny closet. The cart cave, right? The cart the cave. cave. Yeah. And so, I mean, it was just the two of us trying to figure out what in the world we were doing with, with teaching math. And, you know, so, so we were stuck in this little combined space. Well, you know, it turns out we have quite a bit in common and we wanted to have fun. So by the amount of times we got in trouble, I would say we had fun <laughs> for sure. Um, I knew I knew it was going to be a good fit. The as we were hired and we were introduced to the to the school board at the school board meeting. Yes. And uh, that was really the first time we met each yeah. other was at the school board meeting. And I knew it was going to be a wonderful fit when he shared that his favorite band was Kiss, and that happens to be my favorite band as well. So wow. we was like, okay, this is going to be good. It was destiny. It was destiny. <laughs> Okay, so speaking of Kiss, and we know you are a Kiss fanatic. Yeah, Actually, I'm Dan, a big I music fan. I didn't know you were a big He's Kiss a big fan. Music fan. I knew he music is. fan, but I didn't realize Kiss was. Yeah. He has way more memorabilia than <laughs> I do. I have a few pieces. Um, I think he has everything you know he's older than i am so he he was in on the ground floor really? where i really? came okay. in a little bit later as you're looking at this just look at him look at him right now yeah this you gray tell hair me which one's old. we all know this gray hair is because of you mr Ganaba. well i'll have to throw a picture up there and we'll do a little twitter poll on who looks the oldest there so well so how many kiss concerts total have you guys been to oh good lord together I, I, together we've been to two yeah, yeah. not many together yeah. He's been to 20... Oh, more than that. For Kiss? Yeah. Oh, uh -oh. Right, 30, a little 40. riffle in the relationship oh, okay. here. <laughs> well, we, we went, the last one we went to, the people behind us were asking people how many different concerts yeah, he saw. You're right. Yeah, You're right, because I, I do remember you say 30-something. Because yeah. the, the guy was touting that he'd been to a bunch, and he had been to 20 Yeah. Some. And you had them. It's, it's bad. It's an obsession. <laughs> uh, so one of your guys is, you know, admitted obsessions it, it is concert oh yeah going and yeah no absolutely how many total concerts do you think the two of you have been to together oh man mm, i don't know a, a bunch, bunch. A bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I, i'd say there's, it has to be around 50 or gotta so. Be so yes because I mean, we do a lot of little local club shows yeah. and you know it's not all just the big shows i mean i'll find out a band's coming i'll be like hey <clears throat> Dan, what are you doing? This band looks kind of good. Let's go. Yeah. And, and we've been to some big venues when, you know, there's been, uh, you know, 40,000 people there. Yeah. And uh, we've been to some small venues when there's Roots. been like four people yeah. there. Yeah, <laughs> like you and I. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I will tell you, there is no greater supporter of local music and the local music scene than you guys, that's for sure. What would you say would be the, the best concert you guys had ever been to? Oh my gosh. Well, see, I can only think recently. And, I know and, which one you're going to pick. I know which one you better pick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it puts pressure on you. Yeah, We're like a married it, couple it, now. Yeah. You it, better answer it, this right. It, 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 it does. I, I, not, not All right, I'll give, you, I'll give you a hint. What's the one band for the past 20? It's ELO. Thank it's you. It's ELO. Well, that's what was going to come off the top of my head, but I've always got a special place for Uncle Ted every time we see that's him. That's true. Ted Nugent is always fun. <laughs> but there's been one band for like 20 years he's kept saying, 
we need to go see ELO. I'm like, they don't tour anymore. They, you're not going to see them. He's like, we've got to see these guys. And I remember I, I saw that they were coming to Columbus, and I, I came into school very happy. I'm like, hey, it's guess time. what? And, and, and he, he said, he said shall, I, shall I look at tickets? It's like, why haven't you bought them already? <laughs> no matter the cost. Yeah, just, just one of those. <laughs> That's awesome. So you guys, uh, you, you have lots of other unique experiences as as a tandem here. What um, what are some other? Well, uh, what we, we have to start with with a few of these. I mean, we we we've been to prison together twice. We have been twice. What in the twice? What? Prison twice. Prison, yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, You're gonna yeah, have to well, elaborate. Well, well, I think we, we just leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're gonna dangle the carrot and then. Uh, well, one time we were walking around Mansfield. Yeah. And uh, we, we... So we, we've been to the Mansfield Reformatory. Okay. Done a, done a tour there. Of course, had to have our picture taken in a cell. And, and then the, the school made a horrible decision and sent us out to San Francisco one year. That was after our first that year teaching. That was after our first year. In fact, Mrs. Conway was with us. Yes, they sent the oh, entire wow, math a couple other teachers to San Francisco? Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. What are they going to do that for the history department? I know, <laughs> man. I know. And we got in a little trouble there. Yeah, we, we wound ended. up on Alcatraz out there. <laughs> All right. You, I'm just thankful I can actually publish this because I was like, am I going to get their teaching license or some wild uh, Wait until we tell you about the summer we spent in my bathtub. Oh, yes. Well, why don't you share that right now? Sure, this story has nothing on William, <laughs> William Howard Taft's story. Like, no, tell yeah, us about we, your bathroom. We spent a whole summer remodeling my bathroom, but it's it's way more fun to just say we. You're going to lead with so, you guys so are spent. So I, I I I'm standing in this tub, chiseling tile off the tile off the wall, and I said, "Hey, I'm in there with him. Get in here. Get in the tub." He says, "You're going to make me get in the tub with you." And we just looked at each other and started laughing. And, and there's and a story right there. I said, you're going to tell that to your kids next school year, aren't you? He says, I sure am. <laughs> but see, the thing is, when you first led into that and said, you know, well, I spent the summer in a bathtub with, with Dan, <laughs> all of the alumni listening to this, they're not even shocked. No. They're not even mad. Like, oh, well, that makes no. perfect sense. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's, it's funny you, you, you led this part of the conversation with tandem. <laughs> Well, yes. So, so another thing is, some of you may not know this. Some, some of the kids, but you know, Mr. Ganab and I legit auditioned for the Amazing Race. I did not know that. We yeah. legit went to they. They had a casting call out at uh, Putin Bay. So, Mr. Ganab and I decided we need to be on this show. Oh my so gosh! We, we put our geek on. Yeah. And we had socks and sandals. Although that's normal. Right? Socks and sandals socks is normal. Socks and sandals is normal now. <laughs> But uh, and then oh, we, we went out and got the most picture. flamboyant fluorescent shorts. Yep, mine were fluorescent red. Yours were green. Fluorescent green. But the best part, you know, it's it's put in bay, so you have to take the ferry ride over, and then you have to get a golf cart or a bike. Well, Mr. Ganabas says, "Don't worry, I got I got a bike." He said, "I this, got you." This was the key the key piece to the entire puzzle. So he comes over two math guys. Dressed in fluorescent shorts and math geek t-shirts. And sandals and, and socks. Sandals and socks. And so he picks me up and I'm looking, I'm like, where's the bikes? He says, well, that's a tandem bike. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so we're riding around, oh no. putting bay, dressed like that, on a tandem. That wasn't the third reason looks. you got thrown into prison? <laughs> I mean, that right there is legit. You should have been tossed in 
So I'll bet you. I mean, did you have like the white tube socks? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. With our graphing calculators in our pockets. So what was the outcome? Never heard anything. We did our little video. We we somebody somebody must have had something against us there because we just thought we had it we did i mean what what more can you ask for really i mean two math teachers two uh, that was probably what got them right there the judges are like oh math well we hated math then like, we didn't have teachers quite as cool as you two but so that was one of our more memorable outings we had a good old time on oh, the met, island for the whole day we got a lot of interesting met, looks met, met a few people yeah still facebook friends yeah. with one of them yeah. wow that was fun that that's classic yeah that's so classic. I have uh, pictures in my room if you want to see her up. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> heck yeah, I want pictures. I want to post those as well. Yeah, I can't pass that one up. We, we, we even, this is, this is another story, but we, we've even dressed in full sumo wrestling gear and sumo wrestling. Oh, we did that, yeah. Um, that was at one of our after proms. So our, was, is this the inflatable? Yes. Okay, I was going to say, because if you... <laughs> I, yeah, no. I'm not saying, yeah, you know, no. leave, it, leave it to your imagination. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, my imagination has gone many, many different directions already. So. Yeah, I know it was those little inflatable suits. Yeah, you get in the suit and you fall down and you have a real hard time getting up yeah. again. Yes, the, that's awesome. I have pictures of that, too. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll take those we'll take those as well. So, well, you know... Um, I know that there are many, many more stories that we could get into um, and, and kind of talk about. Anything else you want to share? No, I think those are probably our shining moments. I don't know. There's, there's one other that goes back to KISS. That back to our one of our first years teaching as we were cart teachers. Oh, the, the pep assembly? Pep assembly. Yeah, we did paint up as KISS for the, the pep assembly one time. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, ran around like idiots in the gym. And, um, we should do yeah. that again. We should have a comeback. To I drove home with that makeup on. <laughs> well, I think, well, the fact that you're willing to do those types of things and, and share these stories and put yourself out there, that's what makes you two so memorable. And it's why memorable. You guys, that's a good word. <laughs> and why, well, and it's why you guys rank up there as, as, as students, you know, favorite teachers. And you're willing to put yourself out there and make yourself vulnerable. You know, it, it takes a lot to put the paint on. It takes a lot to <laughs> tell the stories. It takes a lot to stand out in the hallways every single day and fist bump kids and, and talk to them. Uh, but that vulnerability creates relationships. And, um, and that's what, you know, teaching is all about. Right. So, right. you know, I, I, as, you, as we were talking, I, I've always stood back from afar and admired your friendship. I'm going to ask you guys this question. And... I'm curious what you would say. I'll start with you, Mr. Ganaba. When you think of Mr. Swindell, <laughs> what's the first word that comes to mind? Challenging. 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 How so? I go back to to when we introduced ourselves, and he would say, "I can't," or "I'm not gonna," or "I won't." Um, something new every time comes up and uh, <clears throat> I, I, I won't ride a tandem we, we did that <laughs> wow. but uh, in, in, in all seriousness no it's a, a really good friend absolutely good friend uh, can, can 
can count on him uh, to, uh, to to give me a suggestion when I'm stuck on, on presenting something, uh, to just sit there and uh, and listen when uh, when uh, things are a little tough for me, um, and uh, just just to hang out with when uh, when uh, need somebody to hang out with. That's awesome. That's good stuff, Mr. Swindell. When we say Mr. Ganabo. What comes to mind? Daredevil. <laughs> Daredevil. He, he is, I, I needed somebody like him in my life to, to push me to do things that I would never do. <laughs> I, I, am, I am very reserved and conservative by nature. Like I just, I, I'm not willing to try a lot of new things necessarily. And uh, total opposite of Mr. Ganado. Which, which he hasn't made me budge on everything. There's, there's a few things where I'm like, nope, not doing it. Um, but, but he's definitely gotten me to do things that, that I never would have thought I would have done. Which, which, going back to the Amazing Race thing, you've always got that duo. You got the one person that just dives in, and you yeah. got the other one who says, now wait a minute, let's sit back and let's think about we, this. That, we know who would have been who. <laughs> <laughs> I always said I would have been the brains, he would have been the broad. <laughs> yep. That's, that's awesome. Well, you know, relationships like what you guys have, you know, it's what people wish they, they had. I mean, right. when you mentioned those words like challenging and, you know, motivating and, and it's just a true friendship, I mean, that's what it's about. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, where you, your strengths offset the other person's weaknesses. Uh-oh. Yeah. So I paused that. I apologize for a very, uh, very classic announcement. I should have left it play, but... Uh, um, but back to that, yeah, we, you know, our friendships, you know, and your friendship, it really is. Admirable. I mean, same, same thing that, that Dan said. I mean, I, I can call him about anything at any time. Yeah. yeah. So. So um, this year, well, this semester ended in a really just crazy way. You know, March 13th, well, it's one of those dates where we'll always, always remember it. Right. And. Um, I want to give you guys uh, a moment here, and I know you've done this in many different ways, but um, being as relational as you are with your students and thinking back to that last day, do you, do you have something that you want to say to your students right now? I know usually it's limited to like 30 seconds or whatever, but I just want to give you an opportunity just to, to share out to all students, not just the seniors, but to all of our yeah. students, anything on your heart that you want to share with them? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 it's, it's okay to feel cheated. I feel cheated. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, I usually have a full semester to get to know my kids, and I, and I don't feel like I got to know my students this semester like I usually do. Um, and it's okay to have those feelings. Um, you know, my, my kids didn't get the full experience of my class, of me. I didn't get the full experience of them. And, and it, that, that's, I think, what bothers me really more than anything else. I mean, yeah, I'm still in contact with them here and there, but it's it's not the same. Right. And I, I was headed in the exact same direction. But for you geometry students, <laughs> you get a second oh, crack G-word. at it. You get a second crack <laughs> at it for uh, advanced algebra trig. So, yeah, that's uh, but, true. But uh, as uh, as far as a, a little word uh, outside of that is to uh, realize that th this is all going to become normal again. Um, we will all eventually get back into school and we will get back to normal. So just be, uh, be appreciative of all those things that, uh, that you have learned to be appreciative of 
over the last however many weeks it's been uh, as you uh, sit at home and try to figure out how to make all this stuff work. Good stuff. Well, um, before we do wrap up, uh, I, we do in class, we always have like this little lightning round of questions. I'm just going to throw a few things at you and uh, you tell me what, what comes to mind. What is your favorite book? Favorite book? <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I read all the time. I am always reading something. I don't read, like, I, I'm impressed with you, Mr. Horner. You, you read deep stuff, stuff to greatly improve your, your being. I, I read Stephen King and books about rock stars. <laughs> That's good stuff. You need a brain break. Sometimes I'm like, I need to, I need to read a few more of those things as well. Um, I, I would say, the Lord of the Rings series oh, yeah. is, is a series that I read frequently. Um, like, I, I've read that numerous times. I mean, in terms of a favorite book, I, I think for me that book, like, has it all. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, in terms of, like, a favorite book, that, that would probably be high up on my list. I like it. And, and I don't read nearly as much as Mr. Swindell. Matter of fact, <laughs> I, I compare, give him a hard time about if, that all the time. If you compare me to him, you would say I don't read at all. But <laughs> I, I tend to read uh, biographies and uh, uh, informational guides when I'm rebuilding the Corvette. You know, I'm in there reading the technical manual and things like that. But, uh, but I do have one favorite. Uh, it's a book called Uncommon by Tony Dungy. Oh, good um, book, yeah. Totally, totally good book. <laughs> I, I, I truly believe that every young man should read that book. Uh, before they graduate high school because it does give you a perspective on life yeah. and, uh, and, and the way you should uh, treat yourself and treat others. Yeah, that's uh, actually one of the books that I've, I've gifted before to some outgoing seniors. I really, I do love that book by Tony Dungy, anything by Tony Dungy. Uh, I've, we've already asked this, but your favorite rock band is favorite Kiss. Favorite band is Kiss. <laughs> yeah. And yours is Kiss as well. <laughs> Although um, Michael Stanley is a, is a close second in I don't know if you noticed, but a member of the Michael Stanley Band um, did a, a sidewalk concert here in Talmadge. Really? Uh, just the other day. Now, you'll have to forgive me. I'm probably the only teacher around here who doesn't know a lot of the MSB band. But, um, but yeah, he, Interesting. he's doing a sidewalk thing. You'll have to cool. look. I'll, sh I'll shoot you the link on Facebook. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so a couple of my students are always asking this question. If you were a firework, or what's your favorite firework? My what? Favorite firework. Favorite firework. You, you got to know mine. Yeah, Fourth of July fireworks. Fourth of July, the favorite firework. I, man, that's, I, that's mine's easy. What's yours? Boom! <laughs> the giant boom at the end. <laughs> yeah, I like video. that one too. Yeah, see, I'm not sure that I'm right there with you on that one, Mr. Ganaba. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm all the I'm, booms, man. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. The louder, the better. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to definitely miss really, those. I've never really thought about that one. Well, one of my students, fourth block, always asks that question. The, the <laughs> other question. I've yeah. never heard that. The one. other question that comes up is always this. If you were a Spice Girl, which one would you be? I, I have to go out there and let you know that. Who are the Spice Girls? <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have to go out there and tell you there's <laughs> no, only one I know. No, wait, there's Sporty Spice. I have no idea. You'd probably be Sporty oh, Spice. Okay. Dan would be I'll Old let, Spice. He'd be Old Spice. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that'd be Mr. Redinger. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of which, Mr. Redinger, previous uh, guest on Between Two Blue Devils, just in walked in here. Come on up here, Mr. Redinger. <laughs> 
Um, oh, is there? A, there's no brainy spice, is there? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't spice. know. That's classic old spice. <laughs> so we're gonna let you go with us with sporty spice, and then there's scary spice. Scary spice. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, who else is there? I have no baby idea. Spice. Is I'm there sure. Baby spice. I. You would know better. That was Mel B. She was, um, she was scary spice, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I could Google it, but it would take too much Sad effort to, uh, <laughs> to go over there and try to look those up. Uh, you know what? Anything else that we should know about you? I'm trying to think. I don't have my list of questions because my, uh, my computer lo screen locked on me, and I don't have the kids here to answer. Cat or dogs? Dogs, for sure. Dogs. Yeah. Although, yeah. I, 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 I grew up with cats as well, so I like them both, but... I'm allergic to cats. Nothing, nothing like a, nothing like a good dog. It's probably hard to top any of your other stories, but everybody likes to hear what their most, somebody's most embarrassing moment was. I have, have, too, I have way too many. See, and I really don't. There's that whole, uh, you know, daredevil thing again. Yeah, I, but, I've led a pretty, pretty boring life. I'm okay with that. But, but the, the thing about the thing about embarrassing stories, you know, they're 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 embarrassing for the four seconds when you realize they happen, True. and then you go, well. Oh, Whatever. Yeah, yeah. just kind of laugh it off. Yes. I know I've done some stupid things in front of the class, but it doesn't phase me in the slightest anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm there with you, I know. But now it's, you know, back when we were all younger and we had our embarrassing moment, yeah. there weren't phones. That's so, true. So, you know, now... Now it's, like, remembered by everybody <laughs> on video. And those those phones are always ready. Yeah. Uh, and that, yeah. But now, to your point, though, when I do stupid things in front of the classroom yeah. or in front of students, I don't even care anymore. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. go ahead. You want to record it? it? You go ahead. <laughs> what up? Although I can, I can remember, and they obviously saw it, but nobody said anything. They were all very nice to me. Um, first year teaching in the middle school that's gone, the old high school. Hotter than heck in that building, and it's it's an August day that's 90 degrees outside and. <laughs> One thing that my my teach my my sister, who's a teacher in the Cleveland City School District, who's taught five years longer than I have, told me as I'm a new teacher, she goes, just don't let them see you sweat. Well, it was hot enough that day that <clears throat> I happened to feel sweat dribble down my my face, and I, I looked down at my shirt, and I was wearing a white shirt with no undershirt, <laughs> so you could see right through my yeah. shirt, and I, it was stuck to me. So that I. I how you handle that last situation is you just walk to the back of the classroom and you teach from the back and try to fan yourself. But that was gotta uh, wear those t-shirts <clears throat> underneath. Wore a t-shirt every day since <laughs> oh, then. Yeah. But that, well, that was that, that was one of them. I, I remember when I first started teaching, I was I taught eighth grade at the old old middle school, and it was the same way. And there no air. And as a matter of fact, there's one thing I was promised. I came in, I had a classroom the first year that, I, that was kind of on loan to me for a teacher who took a leave of absence. And then I was asked to go back on a cart. And I was promised that I would get a one room that was on the second floor, but it was air conditioned. That would be my office. And so I said, willingly, yeah, give me a cart. If I can have air, yeah. even just for the time, the periods that I, were off, I was right. off, perfect. Right. Well, I never got that office. And uh, it was terrible. I mean, I can remember countless times. I mean, I would bring a second change of clothing yeah. every day because yeah. you, you're up there teaching and you're mm -hmm. sweating and you feel it drip oh, yeah. down your back. Oh, yeah. And then it just starts going, it keeps yeah. going down. You're yeah. like, oh, this is terrible. And then by yeah. the end of the day, man, the life oh, yeah. was just sucked out of you. Right. So when we got yeah. moved to this building and I got my own classroom, yeah. 
And because then I then I was bumped up to high school and I was in the cart cave just like you right, guys right. pushing around that hot building. But getting getting moved into here and then you know the air was something oh, yeah. glorious. I yeah, mean, it absolutely. really was. Yeah. Well, uh, this has been incredible, and I'm glad that we could, you know first of all it's just nice to talk to you guys and to be back in our space, even though you know right. we've got all of these a little bit of normalcy. Yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> But I will tell you, your your conversation, there are a couple of things that really jumped out at me. And, and one, you know, I really liked how you emphasized to take risks. And you, you always talk about the risks that you're taking uh, and as a result that you're taking Mr. Swindell with Mr. Ganaba. Uh, that just opens up so many different avenues of experience and different avenues of life. And it makes you even that much more relatable, which is the second thing that jumped out at me was that you guys are so relationship driven and you get it you see that the only way you're going to have true influence is if you have a relationship with the kids and you take the time to hone that and to craft that to tell them your most embarrassing moments to do things that make you vulnerable and, and to continue to pour into them and that's why your kids have continued during this quarantine time to stay connected and to kind of push to push through and the third thing that just jumped out at me is the importance of just quality friendship uh, I'm envious of the friendship that you two have, and I know that you have the same type of friendship with uh, Mr. Redniger yeah, back he, here. he threw a whole nother wrench into the mix when he came in. That's for sure. Amen. Amen. And if you want to know more about Mr. Redniger, hop back to the, the episode 11 and check him out. Uh, but if you could see him, he's rolling his eyes, he's covering his face up. He's like, please don't share that story. <laughs> don't go there. And when we get in trouble... It's all his fault. Yeah, we're glad he came in because he gets in trouble way more often than we do. So <laughs> kind of took the, the target off of us. Man, we need to have a whole other podcast to go over all the uh, all of the ways that you guys got in trouble as well. You keep mentioning that. How rebellious is that hallway above us? So pretty much. But I, I really want to thank you guys for taking time. No, thank um, you. This is I, fun. Yeah, and I know you're here because you're making yourself available to your kids and you've been upstairs on the computer and working with them and um, as a community member and as a father whose daughter came through your guys's classes I want to thank you so very much for your commitment to your kids and your love and your passion so thank you yeah. thank you very much yeah. you guys thanks for being a guest absolutely I hope you enjoyed our interview today be sure to subscribe on whatever podcasting platform you are listening on. And also feel free to follow me on Instagram at, at Mr. Horner the Teacher or on Twitter at THS Mr. Underscore Horner for podcast updates, blog updates, and more information about our guests. If you liked what you heard, I would appreciate if you give us a review and share the episode. Help me get the message out about how incredible our community is and how awesome our teachers are. If you haven't, Make sure you go back and listen to past interviews. There are a lot of amazing people that we've had the privilege of interviewing. Until next time, go Blue Devils.